Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simcha the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala. Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, Please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey, everybody, welcome back to what is now episode 10 of Go Simcha, the podcast. This is such a monumentous event for us here in the studios. We've reached 10 episodes, and if you're still listening to us after 10 episodes, you're amazing. And I thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And it's actually funny. I keep saying thank you. Today's episode is we're, we're sitting down with a very famous musician in the Jewish music world. He actually has a song called Toda. I'm sure you've all heard of it. I'd love to welcome Benny Friedman on our show. Benny, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Welcome to Go Simcha. How are you? Uh, thank you so much, Baruch Hashem. The pleasure is indeed all mine. And Mazel Tov on the 10th episode. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. It, it, it's really cool. We've made it this far, and we hope to God willing keep going more and more and more. The more musicians are out in the world that's really knows and it's really keeps working with, we're going to keep sitting down with and schmoozing with. But yeah, it's just close to have you. Yeah. But yeah. really is the magician. He really is the magician. I'm telling you, he he just keeps pulling more guys out of his hat. I don't know how many people he works with, but every I'm, I don't know how big his hat is. He's probably got a tiny little tiny little hat there, but he keeps pulling people out like crazy every single week. It's it's amazing, Baruch Hashem. Um, so Benny, Benny, again, such an honor, a pleasure to have you on the show. I hope I hope your summer was went well. Um, I know everybody's getting back into the swing of things. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're getting ready for Yom Tov. But talk to us. Who is Benny Friedman? How did you get involved in music? I mean, I know you have a pretty famous family. You got, you got, you got a lot of yichas there. So talk to us a little more about who Benny Friedman is, how you got started, and how you got to where you are today. Who oh boy. All right. Where to start? Well, I was uh, born in Minnesota. My parents are uh, in Minnesota. Okay. My father has a school for... Uh, for women called Beis Chana, and he travels the world extensively, uh, lecturing and writing and speaking and all kinds of good things. Fun. Um, and uh, he has a little brother called Avram Freed. Oh, I've heard of him. Who is a very, very popular Hasidic singer, indeed. <laughs> um, so music was always in the house. Um, we are a very musically inclined family. We sing all the time. We listen all the time. There's always music. Whatever's happening, it's always accompanied with music. Um, and uh, shortly after I finished my uh, yeshiva uh, years, I started studying voice. You know, because I had that uh, that urge to uh, to sing, 
and to create some music. Nice. So that's what we did. And the first album was called Tamu. Tamu Ruki Teva Hashem. Taste and you will see that God is good. Um, and then the second one was Yesh Tikva. That's when things really uh, kicked into high gear. Oh, yeah. People know that one. Everybody, everybody knows Yesh Tikva. Yeah. And actually, Yesh Tikva was born in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Really? So how about that? Well, I'll be darned. Indeed. How'd that I, happen? Ari Goldwag. Ah. Ari Goldwag is the composer of Lovely. Yesh Tikva and of uh, several of my uh, favorite songs. Yeah, we had And he him. lives over there in uh, yeah, Beit Shemesh, right? It's funny. I was going to say we have yeah. we have. I know Ari writes a lot of a number of your songs. We had art. We had we had your songwriter on the show, and we had your video producer on the show too. We had Mary Kay last week. So we have the whole we have the whole Benny oh, Friedman nice. crew here have have passed through yeah, the Go Simcha podcast. <laughs> we should do a great. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, I was talking to Ari about that about some of the songs that he wrote for you, um, and it, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a he's a unbelievable talent and i think hashem every day that, uh, <laughs> that i get to meet him yeah no he's a wonderful guy he he lives around the corner for me he's a wonderful wonderful guy but so wow so you you've been putting out you've got a number you've got a couple albums i saw i saw that you have a few more albums you have a number of albums number of music videos um and the hits keep coming i i recently saw that your video ivri noichi had just topped over 10 million views on YouTube, which is pretty boss, I have to say. That is pretty boss, right? I, I got to um, say. So first of all, thank you. Second of all, uh, Ivory Anoichi is also composed by Ari Goldwag. Right. Um, so uh, now you're going to understand more why I think Hashem every day. <laughs> um, so yes, that's Ari Goldwag composition. And uh, the video was produced by uh, Mayor Kay, and truly Meyer, and uh, and uh, yeah, unbelievable how people people. I mean, it's a message that uh, that many people shy away from, but but the truth is that many people connect to it and and it resonates with them in a very strong way. The idea of being proud of your of your Jewishness in every and any situation, right. And that was what was cool about the Never video. Is that like, to be a proud Jew. Exactly. Exactly. And that was that's what I liked about the video is that like you you were showing different situations of people on the streets and people like living everyday life and they were trying to hide their Jewishness, but then 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 it, the music then it just took hold of them and they're and they're like, don't be ashamed to be a proud Jew. And it, it really, I mean, yep. now I, and I, and it's a catchy tune. It's a great song. And I see why people were going back, back there. And I used to listen to it. I used to sit there in my office and put that on before I started working because it's a catchy tune. It pumps you up. It gets you excited. It gets you, it makes you feel proud to be a Jew. I don't know if other awesome. people, I don't know if That's other people have said point. that. Yeah. That if, yeah. then I hit, then I hit it. Then I, then I definitely, then I definitely got the point of the song. But it seems like, yeah, you came out with those albums. What other stuff did you do in, in between, in between Yesh Tikva and Ivri Anoichi? Between Yesh Tikva and Ivri Anoichi, right after Yesh Tikva, we released a Shabbos, a collection of Shabbos music, Shabbos songs called B'nei Heichala, Children of the Palace. Um, it's basically a collection of old Shabbos songs. I think we had one or two uh, new songs. But uh, mostly it was old compositions, some of uh, some of our favorite Shabbos songs. 
uh, in medley form, uh, arranged by Avrami G. Oh, very nice. And it's uh, very nice, easy listening, very geschmack. A lot of, uh, a lot of the, uh, the comments I get from it are people play it every Arab Shabbos, you know, to get into the mood, into the Shabbos mood. Nice. Um, after that, we released an album called Toda. Ah. Um, the album is actually called uh, With All My Soul, Kol Anisham Sheli, but the first track is Toda. With the video with the balloons. Oh yeah, my my, my, my main connection with all my fans under two, under two years old. <laughs> my children every morning, like I, I put on music in the morning for my kids, like to to get get them pumped up and ready for the day, and I put it on for myself also. And every time they're all surrounding me, put on toda 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 lecha toda lecha, and they and they have like they have like little Israeli accents. They're American, but they have like little Israeli accents. So it's like toda lecha toda lecha, ah, but put on toda. I'm like okay. And 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 they all they're doing is staring at the balloons. They're staring at the balloons. They're staring at the video, and they just love it. And so I say, I thank you, yeah. my friend. I thank you for entertaining my oh. children in the morning. You are most welcome. <laughs> I went to visit. I have a great nephew. Uh, I went to visit him the other day. I walk into the house, and he says, uh, <laughs> "He's two years old. Oh, he didn't bring you. balloons." <laughs> Benny Friedman didn't bring balloons. I'm very disappointed. Oh, I'm so sorry. Poor poor guy. Poor kid. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I told him you got to lower your expectations. There you go. He didn't understand. <laughs> That's great. Oh wow! So so Toda, yeah, Toda was also a very big hit. I noticed that you got a lot of views over there on YouTube. You got a lot of people listening to it. Probably a lot of downloads. Toda was definitely a, a hit for you because again, it's another one of those songs that just like it resonates with you. It pumps you up and it, and it gives a message. I noticed there's a, with all your songs, you're giving over a very, you're not just like singing. You're not just singing a good one. You're not just like do, getting up there, singing and dancing, doing your thing. You, you, every song that you do gives a positive outward message and you're, you're trying to portray that message onto the listeners and onto the fans and it's doing a pretty good job. Well, thank you very much. Yes. I, this, this is the idea. This is the this is the hope and the dream, uh, uh, just to to uh, just to sing for for singing's sake, mm. is, uh, is 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 less gishmak. Uh, the idea is to come up with songs that that while they also entertain, uh, at the same time they can inspire, they can make a person think more positive or feel more positive, feel more energized, whatever it is that a person needs. Right. In the, uh, in the feeling better department and feeling uh, a little closer to Hashem, closer to fellow Jews, closer to uh, the Torah, Avas Yisrael, Simchat Hashem, whatever it is. The uh, song should, should be able to take you somewhere where you, where you otherwise couldn't get by yourself. 100%. That's why I love music. I happen to be a musician myself. I mention this on every show, but I happen to be a musician myself. I play, I play guitar, I play drums, I play piano. Um, singing, I'm, 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 I'm all right at, but you know, I, I, I tend to, I, I, I like to play the instruments and I know what you mean. It takes you into, when you're, when you're involved in music, it takes you to a whole nother level. It brings you to a level of Vegas sure. and to a level of just like happiness that you can't, you can't, you can't explain and let, Unless you're really into it, you know what I mean. But um, so I was looking at some. I was listening to some of your other songs. I was watching some of your videos, and I noticed you did a cover of a song from from a from a group, a very popular group back in the '60s, '70s. You did "Light One Candle," and 
one, I lo- I'm, I'm a big fan of the original song. I'm a big fan of Peter, Paul, and Mary, the original, the original group who sang the song. But I liked your song as well, and I liked that video that you did. And was that something you did around Hanukkah time? Did you put out that video around Hanukkah time, or you put that video out? Um, what, was, what was behind that video? Um, we did put it out uh, Hanukkah time a few years ago. I don't remember exactly. Um, and the idea was that, that uh, in general, that was a song that I have been singing for many years already. Um, not just around Hanukkah time, but specifically around Hanukkah time. Makes sense. Uh, people ask for it in this. Um, I think that it's a great song. And I think also uh, the, the, the story behind it is also kind of beautiful. That, you know, you have a guy, uh, a guy, Peter, who's, who's, uh, who's in, a, in a very popular, very successful group. And he's the only Jew in the group. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're singing all types of songs about all types of things. Yep. And, uh, and they're not all Jewish. <laughs> not yep. all Jewish themes. Nope. And uh, either they looked at him and said, uh, hey, Peter, you're Jewish, write a Jewish song. Or he thought to himself, I'm Jewish, let me, let me write something. Let me something write a Jewish. Jewish song. So, yep. so uh, that's like the purest form of Jewish music that, that I could think of, where a person's Jewish soul calls out to him and says, you know, write me. Yeah. So Peter Yarrow sat down and wrote a Jewish song. And, uh, and it's actually a beautiful Jewish song. Very. You know, it's all about uh, whatever the situation is, whatever the environment is, like the Maccabees uh, uh, years ago, you, you never allow that light that's been shining for so many years to ever, ever go out. And, and we're still going. We are still going every single day as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah. You know, like we are a still going. Says, uh, a comedian says, I plan on living forever. <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So far, so good. We are a Jewish people. We will be eternal, and the light will never go out. So far, so good. So far, so good. Well, that's interesting. So I learned some history here today. That, that was the story behind that, the, the original song. That's pretty neat. That is actually... I, I think so. That's, I mean, that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Well, I trust you on that one. I, I, I trust you on that one. And it's definitely... You, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of your, your videos and your songs, they're very powerful. Whether they're whether like a cover of that a cover or like your original music, they're all just so very powerful, and they all have they they all have a unique theme to them. And I, I think that's really that's really cool. That and not a lot of singers. Like I've I've spoken to a number of different musicians. I've spoken to a number of different artists on the show, and not all of them can really portray that. Like it's like you, and. I think it, I think it's really awesome that you have that Nakuda in you, that that ability in you to to give over such such powerful ashba on people through your music. Um, yeah, for sure. Now, my other question is your 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 uncle. You got you got a famous uncle there. You got Alvin Freed. Have you ever performed with him? Have you ever have you ever done done a collaboration with him? Have you guys ever? I mean, I'm sure when you were younger, going over there for Shabbos was probably was probably awesome. You probably sat down and sang Zmiris till till the neighbors told you to stop singing, but I'm sure, you know. <laughs> but um, uh, well, so like this, we grew up in Minnesota, very very far away from Crown Heights, where my uncle lives. Right. So our opportunities to hang out together were very few and far between. Right. Um, but when we did, yeah, when the family would get together, it was very gishmak and very exciting, um, and. And uh, I have had the opportunity in the, in the last few years to sing with him together at concerts. 
Um, and most notably was this past Sukkot last year in Yerushalayim, where uh, United Hatzalah did a concert. I remember that. It was Avram Fried and family. Yeah, it was Avram Fried and, and all his uh, nephews who are in the music business. So it was Eighth Day, and it was Ellie Marcus, and it was my cousin Simcha Friedman from, uh, from Eretz Yisrael. And, and I got to, got to sing on stage with, with, our, with our hero. <laughs> and it was very Yishmak. That's great. So yeah, it seems like you yeah, guys have a very musical family. I mean, your cousins are also also quite musically talented. Um, Eighth Day and Ellie and the rest of the Gans Mishbacha. I've actually been trying to get Eighth Day on the show. We've been back and forth through messaging all like every single week. And Baruch Hashem, they're busy. You know, like you guys are all busy. You're making music. You're inspiring people. You're doing. You're doing your thing. Um, are you guys coming back for another show this year? This year, Sukkot. Um. I don't know if Eighth Day is going to be there. I'm pretty sure Avram Free has some shows lined up uh, Sukkot in Eretz and I have a few of my own, indeed. Really? I don't have the dates in front of me, but I will be there yet. But this will be the fourth year in Mir Tashem that I will be in Eretz for Sukkot with my family. Can I inherit? something that we look forward to. And it is, uh, ah, I feel yeah. like it. There, I, I agree with you 100%. Last year I was in America for Sukkot. I, I, was saying to myself, I was saying to my wife, I said, there is nothing like being in Eretz Kodesh for Chagasukot. There's nothing like it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the, the, the atmosphere, the, the, the concerts, the simplest base of Shuevas, everything is just like popping and hopping. It's, it's great. I'd love to come down to one of your shows. You give me the dates, you send me the dates, I will totally come down there and, and come to your, one of your shows. I, I will be there Absolutely. with bells on. Yeah, I'll be, there. be in touch. Yeah, for sure. I'll be there with bells on. So, so what else is in the works for Benny Friedman? What are we up to nowadays? Like, what are we, what are we up to? I mean, now that you've just topped over 10 million views on YouTube with Ivry and Ochi, what are you, what are you working on to kind of follow up with that or to surpass that? Any, any new tracks, any new CDs? I saw you came out with a new single. What's up with that? Uh, yeah, a few weeks ago, we released a single a song that I recorded for my parents' uh, anniversary. That's and the cute. words of the song are, uh, are words that, uh, that uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe told my parents before they got married. Uh, in Yechidus, the, the Rebbe told them in Yiddish, Mach lichtig und varim arum zich, that the Rebbeister bayaich machen lichtig und varim. Which yes. roughly translated into English means, make it warm and bright around you, in your surroundings, and Hashem will make it warm and bright for you. Uh, so I took those words. I went to uh, Hershey Weinberger, a very talented com- composer. And we uh, threw together a nice little ditty. Um, <laughs> but uh, it turns out I really love it. So I figured, hey, what? we should release it. And it's a fantastic message. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a bracha from, uh, from, from the Rebbe. And it's a guarantee. And it's all good things. So... Uh, we released it in Bor Hashem. People are receptive. Thing. People are being receptive to it. Yeah, Bor Hashem. It's more, I mean, it's Yiddish, so it's less. Uh, it has some somewhat of a less, uh, not as broad of an appeal as uh, English or Hebrew. But right. uh, so, but the message is there, and uh, you could take a look. At, you could look out for it. Lichti Gunvarim is the song. Yeah, I heard it. It's very nice. I, I have to say it's very, very nice. Now, I got a question for you. You, you say you're from Minnesota. You're born and raised in Minnesota. How come you don't have a Minnesota, like, an, a Minnesotan accent? You sound like you're, sound like you're a, bit, a bit Israeli, a bit Hasidish. 
Where's your accent come from? I have no idea. <laughs> I get, you know, I, I, I get, some people ask me that question and I don't know what the answer is. I don't know where my accent comes from. I, I'm sure it's a mix of a lot of, uh, a lot of different things. Um, you know, I would love to say that I get my accent from Jackie Mason. <laughs> uh, but I, but I really, I can't say for sure. I don't know. I, 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 I don't have a, a Minnesota accent and I don't know how that happens. Yeah, I was about but, to say. Uh, where the current one that I have right now is from is Weisschicht. Okay. No. It, it's, my own, it's my own original. How about that? There you go. And there you go. And that's also part of, that's also part of the, the sound that you get with your music. Everybody has their, everybody has their sound. Everyone has their, their thing. And that, I, 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 again, with the, like, your English songs, I tell this to a lot of the guys that we speak to, a lot of the artists we interview, because everybody sing, does English songs. Some of them, some of them sing that do, from, in my opinion, do better than others, just because of their accent, depending on the thing like that. But like, you're, when you sing English, when you sing in English, like it, it has that, it has that flavor to it has that that accent that flavor to it and it's good it's it's schmack you know but but yeah so so what so like i said what else is in the works for you right now any more videos because you do put out some nice some pretty cool videos you you have a, a a number of them actually i've noticed on your website and on youtube um but are you planning on releasing any more videos for your songs are you planning on creating making more albums what's going on with that what's in the works Yes, we are currently working on a new album, um, and probably uh, will be at least one or two videos, you know, with the new songs that we're working on, some exciting stuff. Um, uh, right now, I'm focusing on finishing up the musical productions, and then we're going to move to the next step about the video. So right now, currently, I'm not working on a video, but uh, it is definitely part of the plan. I don't, I don't intend to abandon the videos anytime soon no. um, but uh, right now we're working on music hopefully we'll have another uh, another single released for in time for Sukkis and uh, hopefully the Karov album there you go I was looking on your website and I was watching some of the videos there's a video called Rebbe Yeshua Omer what's the story behind that because I saw at the end you dedicated to, dedicated the video and the song to somebody so what's the story behind that usually when someone writes a song and dedicates it to somebody, there's always a very interesting story behind it. So is that? Well, the story is like this. The song opens up, you see in the video, mm-hmm. um, with my uncle, Josh Gordon, Oliver Shalom, talking to the camera. That's my uncle, Josh Gordon, who passed away about two and a half years ago. Oh. Um, and uh, and that was the words of the song are inspired by this message that he lived his life with. Again, it goes back to Lubavitch Rebbe hmm. when he moved out on Shlichus, uh to the Valley in California. He's the head shliach of the Valley in California. He started Chabad of the Valley, which is now almost thirty centers. He built a huge a huge organization, Kenayin Hara. Wow. Um, and when he moved out, he was mamash uh, a midbar, literally, uh, also spiritually. And when he moved out, the Rebbe told him those words, and the most important thing, the main thing, that he should decide to work with alacrity, hard work, 
pound the pavement, hustle, yossel, move a muscle. And with tremendous faith and trust in Hashem, that once you do yours, he'll do his. 100%. So, as, and as a rabbi, and as a leader, and as a, a mashpia, and a, a counselor for, for, uh, for close to 40 years, he, this was his line. This was his advice to rabbis, shluchim, business leaders, people with, 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 uh, you know, with family issues, any type of issue. The number one bottom line advice is, the meret will be talking chazak. You got to work hard. You got to do your job. You got to do your part. And you have to believe and have complete faith that Hashem will do his. Um, so after he passed away, uh, too early, I might add, uh, we, together with Shmuley Marcus, put together uh, that, that song in his, in, his, in his honor and in his memory. And also, anecdotally, uh, at uh, his Chabad house in Encino, California, I was the Chazim for, uh, for a few years, uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and uh, and uh, it was just it was a very it was a very personal uh, a very personal song that I was very happy to share with the world because he I mean he he does daily shiurim you can look uh, Rabbi Gordon shiurim every day he teaches the, the, the day's portion of Chumash the day's portion of Tanya and the day's portion of Rambam on the internet till this day thousands and thousands and thousands of people learn Torah from Rabbi Josh Gordon till this very day. Wow. So uh, really a special person and it was uh, a very special pleasure to, to be able to do a song for him. Wow. That's huge. That is huge. And it's a, and it's a great, it's a great, that's a great, that's a great lesson. You got to hustle. You got to do your part. You got to hustle. And, and once you do your hustle, once you do your, your hustling, once you start hustling, Shem's going to take care of the, take care of Shem's going to take care of the rest. I'm telling you, I, I personally, I live, I live by that message. Well, I mean, I've, I've known of that message. I know of that you showed, I've lived by that myself because I've been in sales. I've been in business. I've been marketing for many, many years. And in sales, it's all about you got to hustle, but you got to do your established too, because nothing happens without the Abister. Nothing happens without doing, no, nothing happens without him. And it's, yeah. it's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. That's amazing. And it's such a story. Like you said, there was a story here. There was a story here in Crown Heights where uh, there yeah. was an old, uh, old man with a fish store. Mm. Right. And then, uh, you know, he was many years in a little fish store. Yeah, and then uh, as the years, as a, a newer fish store, a younger, hipper fish store opened up, uh, up the block. Oh, classic. So somebody went into the old man's store, and somebody went into the old man's store and says, uh, "You're not worried. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's going to uh, take your parnasa." <laughs> so the guy said, "What are you talking about? Impossible. He can't take my parnasa. The most he can do is take my customers." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hundred percent. That is that is one hundred percent true. The most he can do is take your customers. The parnas everything else everything else is up to Hashem. That that's yep. it. It's it's true. It's right. We're coming to the end of the year. It's the end of the year. It's almost time for Rosh Hashanah. We're coming to the end of the year. So it's a good it's it's a good it's a good thing to take away towards coming closer to Rosh Hashanah, you know what I'm saying? And 
where where you do you do you prefer, do you do chazanas for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur in any specific shul? Like people people bring you in to do chazanas, or do you stick uh, around stick around locally? I stick around locally. I haven't done it for a few years. Um, you know, with the family, it's not as easy as it once was. Right. But uh, you never know. The right opportunity, the right situation comes up. I'm happy to do it. Um, but this year we'll be home, Bezrat Hashem. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we'll be celebrating here. I just actually recently heard my father, we were speaking now about, about uh, the Eberster gives you the Parnosa. My father was explaining that in all the places where in Shul, when we get to those places, those spots in Davening, where suddenly everybody gets very serious and starts to cry and to plead and to beg. Yeah. Really, those should be the most comforting parts. For example, Unasana Toikev. Yes. What is Unasana Toikev saying? Unasana Toikev, if you look at it, is the most comforting tefillah because it basically outlines exactly how Hashem runs every detail of your life. Nothing, nothing will happen this year that Hashem is not in total control over. There are no accidents. There are no happenstance. There are no coincidences. Your life is in, is in control of the And when you know that, you can relax. You can redouble your efforts to do to do your medes and know that uh, that Hashem has everything else under control. Wow, and that's the, uh, the, the a very comforting thought. The world is not a is not a jungle. It's not a, a, a collection of accidents that just came together. The world is run by Melech Malachi Amlochim Hakadosh Baruch in every one of its little, smallest details. No reason to cry, no reason to beg Hashem not to kill you, Hashem. I know people, uh, some people approach Hashem in that kind of way, you know? Yeah. Ask Hashem, please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I got it all wrong. It's the opposite. It, it, you know, it, it's, yeah. not, it's not supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to be besimcha. You know, we're supposed to go into the chagim besimcha, besimcha, because exactly what you're saying, everything is controlled by Hashem, and therefore, you know, if He wants to do something, He's going to do it. You know, that's it. That's it. The end of the day. That's amazing. That that's that there was a, an old chassid who said, "I'm yeah. not worried on Rosh Hashanah. I'm, on Rosh Hashanah, I'm not worried that I'm that I that I might die this year, Rosh Hashanah. I'm worried." That I might live. <laughs> if Hashem gives me another year of life, what a tremendous responsibility. What am I going to do with that? That's what I'm worried about on Rosh Hashanah. That's why I say, Besefer Chaim, write me into the book of life because living is a whole safer. And, and I, and I want to be a part of it. I want to accomplish what I'm, what I'm here to accomplish. I don't want to just uh, you know, go through another year like I did last year where I wasted my time, chas v'shalem, you know, whatever it is a person goes through, everybody knows by themselves. Right. On Rosh Hashanah, I beg and I plead to Hashem, if you're going to give me another year of life, at least let me, you know, let me fill it with meaningful things. Let me live the way you expect me to live. 
the way you know that I can. Right. No, for sure. That, that for sure, for sure. So the other thing I wanted to ask you, I guess, going back to your videos, going back to the the stuff that you've put out, the content, things that you put out. When you did that collaboration with Mayor K, the evolution of Jewish music, I thought that was pretty funny. What what did you think about that ah. whole video? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was one of my favorite things. Oh yeah. I mean, Why? come on. These are, I was just I was just uh, mimicking all. Like you asked me earlier where my accent comes from. So I, I don't know exactly. I can't pinpoint where my accent comes from. But I can tell you what my musical influences are. And my musical influences, for sure, no question, uh, you know, are, are the ingredients that created my current musical style or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, my current musical taste was influenced by all those guys and the, all those people that we, that, we, uh, that we presented or whatever you call it, we mimicked. In the in that video, all my my heroes, you know, so it was it was, it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, you know finally I was able to to really dig into those to those characters that I grew up watching. That's great. Yeah, it, it seems that you do a lot of collaborating with Mayor. He's a great guy. He he he's he's a very awesome entertainer. Very great guy. Also gave over some nice life lessons with us on the show last week. Um, but yeah, I noticed that you did, you did that with him. You did every with him. You did the carpool karaoke. You've done a few carpool karaoke videos with him. It, it, it seems like a lot of fun, you know, just to, just to go around and create content that inspires people, create content that can teach people and educate people like that evolution of Jewish music. You're, you're going through there and yeah, it's, it's shtick. It's funny, but you're showing people how things have evolved from, from back into like the early 1900s. Well, I forgot when you started it, but like, but up until now, and it is quite fascinating how how Jewish music has gone through the ages, through the through how Jewish music has evolved through the ages. You know what I'm saying? Like each generation has a different sound, a different style, and it keeps taking new form. What do you see the future sure. of Jewish music as? Where do you what do you see us holding <laughs> in the future of Jewish music? Oh boy. Oh, I don't. I think it's gonna get better and better and better. Um, at least I hope so. <laughs> um, I mean, it's 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 a tall it's a tall order because uh, because obviously you know the music that we grew up with is our favorite music. So how do you top that? It's it's basically impossible for for our own selves to top you know what we grew up with. But for a new generation that's coming up that uh, that didn't hear Yesler Rosenblatt. And I didn't hear Ben Sion Schenker, right? And I didn't hear uh, all these all these giants. You know, uh, we're all they have. So uh, so we better we better bring it. We better bring it. And I think so. I think we have we have a bright future. And, you know, we keep our head in the game, stay focused on what we are meant to be doing, and I think we can do it. Hundred percent. That's that's great. What do you think? What What's your take on electronic music? Um, my take on electronic music is my take on all music. I think music is music, and and it depends, you know, what it's used for and how it's done. Uh, I think all music, all musical styles and all musical genres and all musical uh, instruments are all fair game. I think they're all kosher, right? They're, they're all, uh, you know, at least klipas uh, noiga. You know, they're not they're <laughs> certainly not trait. You know, and it depends what you do with it. No, for sure. It depends what you do with it. 
And I also believe that there is a concept, which I heard from, uh, from Arash Yeshiva in California. There are certain styles of music or certain songs or certain things. I mean, the concept exists in Torah. This idea of metaheir esatmeim u metame esatoirim, right? Like right. the uh, paraduma, the koyen, who was to purify the person who needed purification. So the 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 the, the person who was tame would become toher, right? The person who was impure would become pure, and at the same time, the person who was pure would become impure right? by touching that potion that made the man pure. So there is a concept of one thing that for one individual, it will help him in his Avedas Hashem and raise him up. And for another individual, that same exact thing can, can bring him down. So it's up to each person and their mashbia to decide for themselves what is positive and beneficial for me and what is uh, spam, you know, not for my, not, not, you know, not for me. That, that's and it could a, be at the same time. One song could could, could raise somebody up and bring somebody down. You that's an interesting take it. on it. That's a very very interesting take on it. Never, I never, I never thought, I never would have thought about it like that. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. Now, what is one of, out of all the songs that you've made, out of all the videos you've you've put out, out of all the fun you've had? What is your fa- What's one of your what's one of your favorite memories? What's one of your favorite memories you've had? Um, in your career as a musician, and what's one of your favorite songs that you've ever come out with or performed, whether it's live or on an album? What's good one? Um, well, one of, definitely one of the craziest things that we did was we recorded a music video underwater. Really? Um, and we did it. Uh, I have a song called Malani on YouTube, where uh, yeah, the video is underwater. And that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is that we did it when it was absolutely freezing outside. That was oh. the crazy part. Oh my! So <laughs> that added added uh, to the experience for sure. Um, my oh favorite my. song, I would say, I mean, there's a few of them. I, right now, right now, I would say uh, that uh, Rabbi Yeshua Aimer, the one that we discussed earlier, for my uncle Josh, is is probably the one that is closest to me from a personal, you know, from the personal side. Right. Um, obviously, Yeshtikai and Ivri Anoichi were the two songs that were, you know, the, the kindest to me, and they, <laughs> they, they, uh, they helped me travel the world. So I right. for sure appreciate those. I mean, I, I, I generally try to only record songs that I like. <laughs> um, so I liked a lot of the songs that I recorded Baruch Hashem some of them yeah. were, were more successful and some of them were less but uh, you know most of them I like for sure how, many, how often do you yeah. do weddings how often do, do people hire you out for weddings or do you do weddings um, it really depends on the season I do, I do a lot of weddings here in New York um, and I uh, travel a little bit for weddings and bar mitzvahs and you know, just different events that uh, require musical accompaniment. Um, and it's definitely uh, uh, a great schus and a great uh, uh, simcha to be a part of that kind of thing, especially a chuppah. Um, yeah, we do it quite often. I mean, in, in, in a New York, uh, you know, tri-state area, can I know how to poo poo poo? 
the, 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 the volume of Jewish simchas that take place in this, in this little area is so great. Hashem may continue for many years. Amen. It's, uh, it's really unbelievable. There's a huge music business that exists in just in these little few you know, square miles that you have so many people who are mamish busy every night, every other night, singers and musicians and producers and arrangers. It's unbelievable. Can I know it? And the same thing's happening over there in Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. A, booming, a booming business, the Simcha business. Can I know it? That's what we're in. Bringing, sim- bringing joy and Simcha to people. Go Simcha. Yep. Unbelievable. Go Simcha. Exactly. That. Go Simcha. We said it. Wow. Well, Benny, it was it was seriously it's an honor. It was an honor, a pleasure to have you on the show to finally sit down with you. I know we've been chasing you for a couple of weeks now, back and forth, and I still can't believe that in America schools just started. My kids have been in school for like almost three weeks, and it. it so you know, like, I can't. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's something crazy. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, like I spoke to somebody on the phone the other day and like, oh yeah, she's still out for the summer. I said, it's still summer for you? Mm. (laughs) But no, it was seriously, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. I look forward to seeing you down here come Sukkot's time. Um, You tell me where those shows are going to be and I will, God willing, try to show up there. I'd love to come come meet you in person. We'll schmooze a little bit. Maybe we'll do do another mini show here during circus talk about the talk about what's going on with you for circus who knows but seriously it was a pleasure you are awesome you're one of my favorite entertainers and again finally it'll sit down and schmooze with you and get to know benny friedman more to go behind the music with you to learn your story it was a pleasure benny thank you so much for having so much for coming on the show and we look forward to hearing only good things from you all the best You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!